Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We developed a computer with people in mind, and they, they came to us and asked, Johnny, do we need to have function keys? And I was like... <laughs> Welcome back to the Cerebcast. This week, we're not talking about mobile news because, in case you didn't notice, it was all about personal computers, thanks to one Microsoft and Apple. It is the week of October 28th. A happy Halloween. I am joined by my good friends, Rose. Hey. How's it going, Rose? Very well today. Zach. Hey, what's going on? Not too much. How are you? Um, pretty good. Didn't have the best sleep. Had some neighbor playing music really super loud at like 11 o'clock, so that's cool. No big deal. So if I fall asleep during this podcast, it's not because of you guys. And a special, we'll, we'll, we'll wait to, <laughs> we have a special guest that we'll invite special later. Special surprise, surprise guest. You guest. guys are really going to enjoy. Exclusive interview. You guys are going <laughs> to love it. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, this week, if you were living under a rock, Microsoft announced a new Surface device. As did Apple announced uh, a bunch of new hardware, new MacBooks after a long, long wait. I have my takes on it, but I'm first going to ask to my wonderful colleagues what they think. Um, who wants to go first? I'll I'll start off. Take it away. Take um, it away, Rose. What was your impression of the new MacBook Pros? Okay. Were so they the, magical? The new MacBook Pros, um, I think I personally came away uh, fairly unimpressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the highlight that a lot of people are talking about is the touch bar. And yes. the touch bar is... Uh, if you haven't heard of it, um, it runs atop the keyboard, replacing the function keys, mm-hmm. uh, and it adapts depending on the program that you're in. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, you know, I think that's kind of cool. It's mostly to me more of a gimmick. Uh, it's something that people have tried before to a certain extent. Like mm-hmm. Lenovo came out in 2014 with uh, the X1 Yoga laptop, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. And it had a similar thing. It was less functional than than Apple's touch designed bar. Designed by one Ashton Kutcher, I believe. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. but continue. It was. It was yeah. designed by his talented hands. Um, he molded the clay that caused the... <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> he did play Steve Jobs in a movie. That is, that Absolutely, is true. Yeah. yeah. It was bad because he thought that laptops were made out of clay. So then <laughs> they really had to redo the whole thing. But... Um, <laughs> Guys, this works, doesn't it? It's like, no, Ashton, no. what are you doing? That's clay. Ashton, you're just the beautiful face of our company. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that only was able to cycle through like four different screens of uh, alter- alternates or three different screens alternating to the normal function keys. Okay. And Apple's is has a lot more functionality than that. But honestly, like the way that um, that they sort of launched it as this really groundbreaking thing and really... I mean, to me, that their presentation uh, was it w- was not the most fascinating presentation because they just focused on the touch bar. Here's what you can do. You can become a DJ with it. You can be a visual artist with it. 
and over and over again just sort of drilling in that this is like the coolest newest innovation when in reality it's not even uh, a completely new idea mm -hmm. i was like okay so what else do we have so i will just say to be fair apple is not one to no. jump with completely new ideas they're just yeah. really good at, at executing ideas um unfortunately patrick is not here he is stuck on an airplane somewhere right. i imagine with a bunch of note sevens and you know he had a chance to use it we have not yet that's true so, absolutely and execution is everything and he said that he he sent out a tweet and he's like you know people knocking the touch bar you haven't used it yet yeah, yeah. so uh i mean i was not before getting yeah. into my we'll get uh i'll you know give you back to stage but i was just gonna say is like using any device is a transformative experience right yes. like you need to use it first to see the experience and the execution right and uh so i'm yeah anyway certainly else? certainly yeah. I, I mean and i'm just sort of like uh yeah i haven't used it but um i'm just representing it from from a standpoint of somebody who's mm -hmm. yep. saw the announcement and saw microsoft's announcement and i think of the two was probably more impressed by microsoft's uh announcements you, yeah you and a lot of other people yeah. anything else uh any i know i'd love to out? hear what what you, you uh, Zach thought yeah, yeah. Yeah, so well, one from an overall like standpoint, if you look, if you watched both of their presentations at the same time, you would be hard pressed to find and decide whose is whose at know. the beginning, right? Like mm -hmm. they both, and and this is awesome that they're both focusing on accessibility features and stuff like that. But um, from explaining yeah. that and 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 taking that into um, realization, I think Apple has kind of stepped ahead. Um, with accessibility, and they always have from the beginning, right? With accessibility and right. stuff like that, and you can see people um, who have don't have the use of their hands and stuff like that and they were editing videos and it's just crazy anyways both um, both of the presentations started with videos showing off their accessibility yeah. features and i will say i know from having spoken to some carrier partners and you can speak to this maybe rose or uh, retail as well that um when it comes to accessibility i think most carriers push uh consumers towards ios devices yeah uh, yep. as opposed to android devices yep. i don't know like i haven't used you know having not used these features personally i can't speak to the difference between osx and uh windows 10 just because i i don't need these features so right even down to yep. hearing aid use it's 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 easier and um it's more seamless on ios mm -hmm. yeah i would say so from the the android um accessibility features that i've seen there they're there's not they're a lot not of them quite they've gotten better but yeah. yeah they've gotten yeah. better but anyway, so but. yeah on the topic of computers um if this is your first time tuning in welcome but if you have you know listened and i've been on here a couple of times you'll know that I, I i love my mac i love my iphone not mm -hmm. saying that android's not good it's good for different people right so for me the apple ecosystem works um and and seeing this computer i'm like and if you listen to last week's podcast, I've been using computers since MacBook Pro from 2008, 2009. So seeing this announcement, I've been holding the last year and buying a new computer, the last two years and buying a new computer because I knew that this eventually was going to happen. Um, I, the touch bar side, to, to touch on that, uh, see what I did. Um, that, <laughs> yes. That part didn't really interest me because I usually have mine in a vertical dock, so I would never see that. Mm -hmm. Um from like a standpoint of hardware that's inside it um it, you know igor you were saying this earlier it's last year's hardware um yeah for the most part but you know apple's never been the one to 
to say we're using the best and latest and greatest, but when you're spending upwards of $4,000 on a computer, you would hope that they were using the latest, greatest. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're buying a phone for $500 and Samsung's phone $500, you know, you can kind of go experience-wise there. But um, with the computer, you if I'm editing video, which I do on, you know, almost a daily basis, uh, it, editing video and everything, like, you can't go on experience because Adobe Premiere Pro yeah. or everything will run on the hardware given. You right. know, it's not like, oh, it's going to run great because it's a you know ecosystem <laughs> with everything working together and yeah. stuff. But when it's uh, that, it truly needs to be on the hardware. Yeah, it becomes brass tacks at that point. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, I, I've said to Rose earlier, I've put the new Mac into my shopping cart three or four times over the last, like, less than 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I have to wait. Mm-hmm. You know, and and am I thinking about going to PC? Probably not, because I just, as I said before, it's just the ecosystem and everything works together. But I think I have to wait. Oh, the old ecosystem argument. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and then um, port issues not a big deal. MagSafe uh, they dropped that, so that kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about the ports though. That is something that I think is a little bit much. So they put four um thunderbolt ports or usb-c yeah, yeah uh ports onto the computer i don't even have four different usb-c cables like for my devices well and i've got a new iphone 7 plus yeah how do i plug it in yeah so <laughs> yeah. without buying an adapter so you know what was the hallmark for of apple so long for such a long time was detail oriented and always the timing was perfect right and truly believe with this computer they both messed up the de- messed up the details excuse me and missed the timing right so as you noted zach this computer launches this computer launches one month after the iphone 7 the iphone you cannot charge the iphone 7 nor any other iphone for that matter without either buying an adapter or a new cable yeah. right um that is an, uh, unacceptable for a four thousand dollar computer right like and a thousand dollar um smartphone and um, or if you want to use the new uh, lightning uh, cable or lightning uh, headphones, you cannot yeah. plug them into your computer. Um, and there was no, you know, there was no like, where was the talk of courage when it came to this computer? Right. Like right. Um, the headphone jack was there. So uh, someone like Ian, uh, the publisher of Mobile Syrup, he now has to carry two pairs of headphones, right? He has his 3.5 millimeter if he wants to listen on his Mac or he has to get some kind of uh, adapter. Like, in, I, I'm, I wish Steve Jobs was still alive today so I could ask him, like, what is your take on this computer, right? Because I don't, if I think, I truly believe, and this is not, you know, um, a, something against any of, people currently working at apple but i think had this computer brand brought to him he said we could have done better yeah right and it's interesting i mean is there two are there two demographics that apple sees uh the the mac demographic being very different from its iphone demographic and is that why they don't seem don't very cohesive so. because you know macs are notorious for people creative types right so video editors photo editors and what does the iphone 7 plus develop for you know, everyone. Well, you know, yeah, everyone, maybe a broader audience, slightly broader for sure. But, but this the percentage of people going to use a dual camera on a seven plus are very, you know, small. Like that, right? Portrait are going to be used for people that are out and about and they're photographers and they want to take that great photo because they don't have that SLR, so they can't do that feature, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I will say, I think I truly believe this computer is a 
professional machine in name only, right? Like in the sense that, as I said, like it doesn't, or Zach alluded to, it doesn't come with the latest hardware. It doesn't come with a Kaby Lake processor. It doesn't come with a NVIDIA GPU. Um, It doesn't even have an SD card, which I think is egregious. Like uh, I know some people are like, oh, like, well, I don't use an SD card. Well, excuse me, but for photographers, how now I have to carry an adapter around if I just want to put my photos on this computer and like for professionals that's actually a huge helpful uh port to have yeah and like just think about it is it a professional dslr if it doesn't have like all the manual buttons right like that is the hallmark of a professional machine it has these esoteric features because professionals need them they are there for functionality they're not it's not a strictly like aesthetic play right um and so like this computer is just like, or the trackpad, like this was mind boggling to me. If you haven't seen the 15 inch computer, the trackpad is a, absolutely enormous. Huge. And, I can put my face on it. And like Phil Schiller was nice like, pillow. it is two times bigger. I'm like, okay. And I'm waiting for Phil to tell me why it's two times bigger. And he's like, no, it's just two times bigger. I thought they were going to allow you to true. use the pen. The pen, right? Yeah. The pencil, right? Like that would have been an amazing functionality uh, aimed at a professional, right? Like, mm-hmm. cause it, it'd be like a Wacom tablet exactly. where you could like start drawing on, in Photoshop. And suddenly then this is a machine that makes sense to professionals, right? Instead, it's just a giant trackpad. And I, so I should like, you know, I should have said this at the start, but like, Given the time that we waited for these computers, it was four years, correct? Uh, since the original... A huge change. Since the redesign, yeah. 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 So there was no... Also, like, the quality of, like, the MacBook Air, I truly believe, is one of the best computers to ever, like, be released. For, like, your average consumer. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I, I loved that computer yeah. until mine was stolen. And those were such successful machines, and there was such a, a long wait that there was no way people or the only outcome was disappointment i th- feel like because the it was built up for so long for sure. right like you're just waited with bated breath to see what apple is going to do and this is it but right? guys mm-hmm. it comes in space gray <laughs> but okay. there is no, no space- matching, that's major. Uh, there's no matching iphone in space no. gray but i think i think <laughs> right like the details right like there's how no- can you be a professional when your phone doesn't match Magic. your computer but also like there's no rose gold there's no gold so they don't match with those iphone like so it, to, yeah so, I, I just think it really has become less cohesive yeah two things um i think it seems like there's a disconnect with an apple i think community like communications you know missing somewhere between departments and i think that's where we're seeing this disconnect mm. to a degree right with with Apple, you know, during Steve Jobs era, he was known and notorious for going around to every department and looking at things and going, no, this is wrong. So you, he, you know, you had that person doing that. Mm-hmm. Do we have that person now? I, I don't know. I don't work at Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, know. Maybe, maybe that would be my. Yeah, I know they have been trying to like lately, according to rumors, they've been trying to unify the team more in one location, just physically. The like, campus, the, right? Yeah. The, that's yeah, the, the campus, campus too. right? But I think this is a good point in terms of, where things are changing like i think this is the growing pains of the transition to usb-c um and you know i'm not saying this to to give apple you know hey guys you're doing the right job and we have nothing to complain about but i think at some point this is going to for better words hurt and this is it's going to have that that point where we're you know everything's changing and we need to you know suck it up for for a year two years until everything carries on so you know with the cameras 
well, why can't the cameras have Bluetooth integrated and not have to use some third proprietary application to transfer my photos? Why aren't they Wi-Fi connected where the two devices can have an um, ad hoc sync uh, Wi-Fi connection between them? So when I take a photo with my SLR, why isn't it there on my Mac right away? It's possible. You you have tons of cameras that can do that. Without software? Or like, without buying that the, the SD? Well, you need chip? like a storage some kind of storage mechanism right that's right. where the sd comes and it's like a very practical thing because you can pull it out of your camera right no like, but there's sd cards with built-in wi-fi what i'm meaning is like everything's built into the camera and i don't need to download yes. canon stuff to let it work right right sure that's what i'm saying like it i think when that happens because a lot of people are complaining about the software from these third party like i'm sorry not third party but these camera manufacturers that they suck, and that's why they don't use the Wi-Fi feature, and that's why we want the SD card reader, is yeah. what I've been hearing. Mm-hmm. But I think we're at that point where everything is changing. Um, to me, the the port issue is not a huge deal. It's not the end of the world. I can make do. But Apple's hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's only made it a little bit more painful by not putting USB-C on their phones. Yeah. 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 Like it. Again, like, it just speaks, like, they just seem so all over the place right now, right? For a company that has had such a, like, um, unified approach to vision, everything, yeah. right? Like, vision for it. And here, like, I, like just the whole, like, difference between the phones and the computers is just mind-boggling to me. Like, again, it just does not get the details, right? Well, and, and you know, maybe to use this as a segue point, but another company that's not getting the details right in terms of um i don't know if you guys had anything else to talk about on the no i think i'm good but i'll um, jump back in if i have some if i think yeah. this nice snarky but, comment um <laughs> twitter you know so twitter <laughs> dear Igor, god you know fine they, they well they've been a mess for yeah, the last you're you know, right they were the the crown champion so, of the internet of you know 2010 jack dorsey was asked uh, at the investor call and it's like what re- revolutionary product do you have coming out that's going to save twitter and he's like twitter is a revolutionary product oh. you just dropped yeah. the mic and maybe that's very sad yeah. maybe you know years ago but and i like i've interviewed jack dorsey and i remember when i met him i was so taken aback by like how well spoken and smart he was yeah. and to see just this like implosion yeah uh or self uh emulation to you know is is just so sad right like and also i mean it's interesting looking back at vine now so the news is vine is going to shut down in the coming months um rest in peace vine rest in peace vine right and you (laughs) there was this amazing graph that someone shared where it showed the engagement level of uh vine users uh over you know over the last three years and it is since launch, it is, uh, and Vine was bought for, I believe, $30 million six months before launch. Uh, and then the co-founder of Vine said he regrets selling, selling it. it. And although he's since gone to found Peach, which, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Nothing happened to that. Yeah. So uh, it's precipitously gone down. And this is Vine, you know, 
it's really interesting comparing it as a median to like something like Snapchat. Whereas I feel like Vine is always has had this really fun side to it. Like such creative loops have come out. And like when someone nails that loop where it's perfectly executed, where it happens like endlessly, the loop, right? It's so well executed. The music is perfectly chosen. Um, There's just been so many funny things. And yet I feel like, I don't know what it was. Like maybe you guys can... I think that I think I left the platform because it had become a bit of a cesspool in terms of the type of content that you might see. Like yeah. I loved the creative stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. More often than not, the trending one would be something really racist or sexist and a little bit gross. And I think that like speaks to just Twitter as a whole. Like right. they just you know, so he was I think Dorsey was asked, like, when are we gonna have these like long awaited tools to control all the trolls and stuff? He's like, after the US election. Like, what? <laughs> like, at the time, like, after you need it most, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> so I think the big issue was, um, and, uh, you know, I was on Vine for maybe six months or something like that. And I, I never created, well, maybe I created one or two Vines myself. Probably me making a grilled cheese sandwich or something. Yes. I uh, <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, you still can, right? So the big issue, and, and Twitter themselves has this problem with monetization, right? So they're bleeding money and, and they, they don't have ways to recoup it. They're trying with, you know, promoted stuff or sponsored content, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, Viners, so they get famous on Vine and then what do they do? They have no way to monetize, monetize their yeah. Vines other than doing things like, um, promoted uh, product placement yeah. like that. Right. But there's nothing set up for these companies like Coke or whoever to go into those, you know, into Vine and say, Hey, we want to work with you. Hey, Vine, let's share revenue. Let's do whatever. So then they go to YouTube. Yeah, like it would have like, and you think about it, it's such a f- format that is perfectly suited towards ads, right? Oh, like yeah. Just like imagine like cr- create the tools and like, you know, train the personnel to create really interesting Vine ads, right? Like where it takes advantage of that, like the like intrinsic values of this format, the six or six second loop, right? And you could have created really cool commercials. Um, yeah. And then, you know, like put them throughout the ad. I don't know. Like there has to be someone smart at Twitter that could have figured this out. Well, one one Viner used um, Coke and Mentos and worked with Coke to make just a yeah. six second Vine, right? Yeah. I think Zach something was his name. I can't remember, but it was you. Coincidence. <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, but no, he, that, that Viner has created some crazy stuff and perfect with like the looping and everything that was mm-hmm. what Vine was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's interesting because, like, you know, I was reading about the community that was there and it said, like, um, there was, uh, you know, a person of color who was saying, like, you know, this was a great this was a great community for for my group of people. Excuse yeah. me, guys, for shaking the mic. Yeah. He was like, this is and I'm really sad that this community is gone. And it's interesting. You see it now, like that engagement char- chart I mentioned, it's probably shot up <laughs> right now because it's like. You know, you only know what you only realize what you have once it's gone, right? Or yeah, it's about I, to die. I definitely think it's it does seem premature. I, I I feel like there must have been, and I think a lot of people feel this way that there must have been what some way that they could have salvaged Vine at least in some respect and kept it going. Yeah, I mean, I and also the timing of the news, like right before the Mac event, and then Twitter was on stage. <laughs> Apple oh and yeah, yeah. That, that one Apple man TV. looked very uncomfortable yeah and also talking about video no yeah. less right like yeah like and it's interesting because um that news was probably like 
more people were talking, at least in my kind of Twitter circle, were talking about Vine dying than they were about the new Max. Mac. Right? Yeah. Now, if the new Max had Vine integrated, I think we'd be okay. We'd be okay, <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd all be That's okay. the groundbreaking yeah. feature. Uh, I got it. That's yeah. it. Tim Cook, you can take it. It's okay. Yeah. So um, I did want to ask you guys, though, like we only briefly touched about the uh, Microsoft event. You guys helped me so much cover it. Um, mm-hmm. What did you guys kind of take out of it? Because it was a really interesting one in the sense that it so much was focused on creativity. Like, hey, you paint. It was. It was very focused paint. on creativity. And yeah. in a way, like it was really coming for Apple's crown in that respect. Yeah. Yep. Just uh, we want to be the, the place for designers and mm-hmm. for creatives in general. And uh, the Surface Book Studio, I think, or sorry, the Surface Book, uh, the revamped Surface Book was um, sort of, you know, not that impressive. But I was really, Mm -hmm. really stoked about the Surface Studio. Mm -hmm. It's gorgeous. Um, It looks great. And I'm not sure if it has the power to back it up. I would be nervous with just like the i7 chip. Mm-hmm. But that is what the iMacs right now that are like currently existing have. So it, yeah, there's, there's the chance that it can compete, and then it also has the Surface Dial, which to me super cool is a gimmick yeah. with legs. So that's something that you know you so mm-hmm. if you put it on the screen and you can twist it. It gives haptic feedback, so it really feels like a real dial that clicks. And it can be used for any number of yeah. things. Yeah. So uh, I saw a demo. There was this app called Mental Canvas, and it was kind of this like think about it like it's a way to kind of sketch like the architectural drawings but in the way of like kind of the new yorker style so there was this artist she was creating um a sketch of grand central station and it was this beautiful one where you could it was in 3d right so you could kind of navigate through grand central station in this kind of very like haunting like and very um it was a style that had a lot of charm to it so the interface along the bottom of the surface uh studio there were several buttons, right? And if you kind of tapped that or clicked it on your mouse, it brought up these menus, right? But when she, the surface dial was, uh, when she placed it on top of these uh, menu items, it opened up, the menu was contextual, right? So there was a color wheel. She put it down next to the color wheel and it opened up the color wheel so that she could dial the color, you know, to whatever color she wanted. There was one with different brush strokes that altered like the width of it uh, and the flow of it. And it just looked so... Oh, my gosh. When she was just, like, working at it, like, she was creating this beautiful sketch of, like, Grand Central Station in real time, and it was coming together so beautifully. Yeah. And it, when you see it in the hands of a person like that, wow. it starts to make so much sense. But I think, you know, the dial is something, and you're talking about how she was probably using it with such fluidity and mm-hmm. it was just, you know, coming to second nature with her. It's like the the touch bar on the Mac, right? The new MacBook Pro. Yeah. We saw a DJ. You know, it's just both do very similar things yeah. in terms of the, they allow you to have this extra level of creativity. But I think they're not something that's going to be as second nature as both of those companies demoed, right? Like oh, the, mm-hmm. these True. two people probably have been using it for weeks and months and whatever. But um, the, I agree. Like the dial stuff is, you know, people drawing, they're just going at it and changing mm-hmm. colors and everything like that. But, um, and it's cool. But with the power stuff that you were saying, Rose, I think that the MacBook Pro had the very similar specs as the Surface Studio, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you've got that power in a MacBook Pro, but then you have that power in this massive 28-inch touchscreen high-res monitor, I think? It's a 5K monitor. 5K. It's way more resolution than the the MacBook Pro. So that would be my concern. 
Oh yeah. Is that you've got all this, you know, you've got the touch, you've got the five K, you've got um the dial stuff going on, which um that would be my concern with the power. Yeah, it's one hundred percent a concern. And it wouldn't be unlike Microsoft to uh break off more than they can chew and And you can't upgrade it. Yeah. Well you can't. At least well, that's what it seems it's, to be. It's, it's an it's integrated all unit. On, right? right. Like yeah. Yeah. Well that that would be yeah, that's definitely a downside to it. But I think it is going for the sort of Apple like thing of being more about the experience than the specs. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, my hope is that that is actually a, a successful device and Well, I think it would be with like homes using one computer families stuff like that, right? Kids Could coming be, yeah. to do, you know doing yeah. drawings for school, they just tilt the thing down because it has that um drafting board 20 degree Yeah, angle. right? So then they can come and start doing their homework and write and draw and it's got palm rejection and it seems cool. For sure. And yeah. not to mention, they also, out of the blue, announced uh, a pretty inexpensive VR inside yeah. a, a inside and out enabled. Is that what they call it? Headset? Uh, I don't know the actual terming. Uh, yeah. Or mixed reality, mixed, right? Mixed so reality. It, incorporating both augmented and virtual. Right. So the sensor is to be able to tell uh, the the uh, location, do you, sort of geography of the location around them. So. Uh, a functionality that only really high-end VR headsets have right now, like the Oculus yeah. and, the, and the Vive. So I will vibe. say about, you know, we there were no demo units, so... No. Nobody I, knows. I can't really speak to those. <laughs> and the partners that they announced, too, didn't give you the highest confidence. It was like HP, Dell, that sort of thing. Like the classic Microsoft yep. OEM partners. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll have to see. But it was only 300 USD, so... If successful, it could be really cool. Yeah. Okay. So um, we have some great shout outs this time around. Uh, I'd like Rose to start with our boy. <laughs> David Ruddick of Android Police. So um, he is just an A1 tweeter. Uh, and he had a lot of hilarious things to say about uh, the event yesterday. So one of the things that he had to say was, uh, Johnny Ive isn't even a person anymore. He's just a voice from the ether a force of nature, an aluminum aluminum force. And actually, the funny thing is we have Johnny Ive in studio right now. Yes, we do. So, so that- just to respond to that accusation, um, Johnny, please tell us, like, is that accurate or is he besmirching your character? Well, if you build a computer that has so much thought put into it and you think from a point of view that everything works together, I can't understand why I would not be a human. That's, thank you, Johnny. Thank you. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Um, <laughs> I swear he's inside my phone. You know, if you if you, if you go to setting and, and change it to uh, British male, it's pretty much Johnny Ives. Yeah, he's well, no longer a person. He's just he's an AI. He's just an AI. Apple hasn't told us what happened yeah. to him. <laughs> what an amazing curated content selection, Apple TV. I cannot wait to increase my content purchase activity and. <laughs> Engage with the interface. <laughs> That's another David Roddick gem. Um, and it, he basically just dragged, and you know, he works for Android Police, so he just dragged uh, Apple. The Mac is so incredibly important to us that we're removing the SD card slot and the escape key. You'll all buy it anyway. <laughs> I love him. Um, but that's like in the, the Johnny Ives videos, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, like, yeah. just like, oh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> That's hilarious. Any shout outs? Um, hmm, I don't know. Let's do a shout out to 
Canvas Wonderland, great place, fun times. This weekend is the last one. You know, if you were listening last week, it was like a typical, I guess, shout out to, I think, Rose. But the weeks prior, I sh- probably did a shout out to the letter A or the yeah, and then Apple Lion or something. King. Or something. Yeah. Lion King, right? So, um, yeah, I'm going to go to Canvas Wonderland this weekend with or without Rose or anyone else from here. But so hey, he maybe, has- maybe it- me and Johnny will go. I'm pretty sure that Zachy is working for Canada's Wonderland on the marketing <laughs> also tell team us. and tell us and potentially Apple, but potentially Apple. The roids, yeah. the roids at Canada's Wonderland have been crafted with aluminum and care. That, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so Johnny, Johnny, he'll come, Johnny will come, he'll, will he'll you come be, with me. He'll be coming. Right, I'll, I'll be there, um, in spirit in your pocket. Ah, uh, well, well, I might have to go if Johnny's coming. If right. Johnny's there. I mean, it's a once in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime. But Johnny's in your pockets. That sounds weird. <laughs> it does sound a little bit weird, but we'll go with it. Um, my shout out goes to, I mean, I've done this before, but Chris Velasco from Engadget. Uh, I was in New York to cover the Microsoft event and Chris took amazing care of me and took show me around town. So thank you, Chris. You are the best. New York. I love New York. And I'm going in like two weeks, but that's a good daily occurrence. Me too. Yeah. Shout out to Qualcomm's Tech Summit. Which Rose will be attending. Dum, dum, dum. Anyway. I'll tell you guys all about happy it. Happy Halloween. Anyway, happy <laughs> Halloween. Thank you for listening. We'll see, here, uh, see you next week. Hopefully by then Patrick is back and his back is not dying. Um, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.